Welcome to the World Cup Final Edition on your show, No Cap, with your host, Mr. Double S himself. How are you? Fantastic, Oracle. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Mid-November, we're still here. Mid-November. Are you ever going to give me a holiday or nah? You? You a holiday? Yeah. Anyway, we're still here for the footy, mate, and... I don't want to say I called it, but you know what? I called it. Australia versus Samoa. That is the World Cup final this week. Mate versus mate. Half versus half. So many storylines. We'll get into all that. But unbelievable games on the weekend. Firstly, congratulations to Samoa for making a World Cup final. First time T2 Nation has ever made a World Cup final. What an effort to get there after the, the way it started. Yeah. And they started with a big loss, and now they're in the final. Unbelievable. No one would have called it. Imagine and if they take it uh, take it all out. It would be incredible. But just to get to the final for that nation, to be the representative of the Pacific Islands, to be the representative there in the final, it's an incredible achievement, man. They couldn't have done it without the Penrith Panthers boys. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? A lot of boys from that team, like you said, Samoan descent, and they're just giving back to their country and giving back to their parents, their heritage. This is what it's about. This is why I want them to go back and play for their countries. Because this can happen. Yeah, it evens out the competition. 100%, you know. And they earned it. They deserved the win on the weekend. What a what a game. Golden point. I think the game was just 27-26 in the end. They won the game about three times and almost lost it three times. Yeah. The ref didn't help, but I'll be honest with you, they deserved the win. The ref no, uh, didn't like anybody that weekend. Now everyone's G'd for this. I know Australia-England, Australia-New Zealand final, man, I'm over that. It's a new, fresh feeling about it now. Okay, Australia's going to probably win it, but you never know. You never, never know what happens on the on the day. That's so true. What a brilliant game that was, Australia versus New Zealand. Yes, it was. It was a tight one. New Zealand, very unlucky. 16-14, they went down to the Aussies. I thought the Aussies... I said two points, by the way, so, again, <laughs> you know, listen, if you listen to me, you would have been a millionaire right now, true? 100%. But I, I say this, New Zealand had all the possession, had all the field position, they had so many chances in that second half to win it, just couldn't get over the line. Do you reckon Madge will be at the next World Cup? It deserves to. They were really good. Even with former Kiwi legends down his throat? About what? It brought back the reputation of New Zealand this World Cup. Like I said, it was going to be hard to beat Australia, but they should have won. You know, that's a disappointing thing for them, but they've earned their respect again, right? That's right. On top of that, the consolation prize is Joey Manu winning the Golden Boot Award for He's best player it. in the world. He won it. So congratulations to him. Shout out to Joey Manu. Didn't I call that? You did. You did. Best player on the planet. And I don't doubt that for a second. Isn't it crazy to you that, and I'm going off topic here, but isn't it crazy that like the best players in the World Cup, all from the Roosters, they all play fullback for three different teams, <laughs> but somehow they play one team? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Shout out Joseph Suwali'i as well. He's had a gun World Cup for he's a 19-year-old. Of course he is. What do you mean is he playing? Going up um, against his captain. Uh, is uh, Samoa missing anyone? No, everyone's on board. Everyone's on board? Yep. Junipola got off again. <laughs> um, they're not missing their hooker. Famanu Brown? Yeah. 
Not sure. I think he's okay. But, hey, you know, when Farmanu Brown got off, Chanel Harris-Tavita, what a game he had. He was brilliant at dummy half. And this might be his last game. This is his last game ever for now. What a way to go out. World Cup final. Man, he couldn't pick a better storyline. We'll cover the final later. But at the moment, you want to go off field? Yeah. Rumour mill? Apparently, the Raiders are chasing the next uh, big NRL couple. David Fafita and I think one of the Broncos uh, NRL women players. Is that his partner, is it? Yeah. I've forgotten what her name is. Yeah. Who told you that one? Um, I read it somewhere on Zero Tackle or something like that. Must be true. Can we go to one that is true? That's uh, the swap deal with the Tigers and the Knights. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Well, it's massive. Yeah. Jackson Hastings to the Knights. Jacko. David Clement to the Tigers. Fuck, Tigers are building a massive forward pack. Benefits both teams, I reckon. Probably more so the Tigers, because, like you said, they're building a really good forward pack there, along with the other signings. It looks yeah. decent. I, I like what Tigers are doing. Yeah, and honestly, it also benefits the Knights. They thought getting rid of Mitchell Pierce was the right call, and clearly... It was one of the worst calls in the club's history. The, the board at Newcastle need to get sacked for doing that. Well, I mean, someone needs to cop it. For whoever made the call should get sacked because he led them to two final series. Whether it's eighth or seventh, he's still gone to the finals the last two years yeah. in 20 and 21. Get rid of him and think you're going to go better without, you know, putting in a proper replacement. Uh, I just, yeah. I don't understand the direction there, but... They kind of made up for it, didn't they, right now? Getting Jackson yep. Hastings. I'm I'm mainly shocked because I thought Luke Brooks was going to go. Tigers were never letting him go, bruv. I just don't understand that from the Tigers. We'll get to it. But just for the Knights, it's massive. Jacko comes back. I know the Tigers weren't great, but he really helped them this year, I reckon. See, when he was at the Tigers, he was doing the, the trek to training from Wollongong. You reckon he's going to do that at Newcastle? You really care about these players and how long it takes them to get to training. <laughs> and you worry about them for some reason. I really don't get it. All this, the last three years, that's your m- number one worry is where they come from to where they go. <laughs> do you really think when he's thinking about going to the night, that was the first thing on his mind? I just want to ask you that one. Probably. Probably not. What? It was the three-year deal that they're offering, or is it that he gets? You'd hope play? you'd hope it's the money, or you'd hope it's the opportunities to go work with Andrew Johns, or you'd hope that is the reason he wanted to go. Anyway, I'm not sure about their four pack. They're probably going to rely on a lot of young guys the yeah. nights, which I guess it's not a bad thing because they haven't relied on their own backyard for a long time. But I mean, regardless, if it's a young four pack, they got an experienced head now to lead them, which is good. Who will partner Jackson Hastings in that, the halves at the Newcastle Knights? That is a very interesting question, my friend. Because they're talking about KP moving into the halves role. It's not a bad option. They tried it a few years ago, and he went straight back to fullback. Fullback's his best position. Is Adam Clune still there? I don't think so. Uh, I think... No. Nah. They addressed their number one issue. That's the main thing. That's the first step for the Knights. That's a good thing. Now they've got to start blooding a lot of their juniors. They got to, I think they've neglected their juniors for a very long time, the Knights. That's another club that really has to look themselves in the mirror because they well, used to bring out the best juniors and well, then let them go as well. Well, they've got Dom Young coming back from a special World Cup. Is he a Newcastle junior, is he? 
Yeah, he is. He played defensive league, reserve grade. <laughs> but um, for the Tigers, before we move on, mate, looks good. Yeah, team looks team. pretty good. You got team. Stefano Utakamanu, David Clemmer front row, Api dummy half, Zay Papaletti second row, maybe John Bateman second row, Offa Hengawi maybe a lock. Nice, not bad. Massive forward pack. And they want to bring in a lot of their juniors now up. A lot of good experience around now, the club. And David Clemmer, I know no one talks about him, but he had a really good season at the Knights this year. Yeah, he did. One of the few shining lights for them. So, again, him moving, fresh start, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help. That's what I'm talking about Luke Brooks. He needs a fresh start. I keep saying this is the year, this is the year for Luke Brooks. Every but year this stuffs This is up. the year for Luke Brooks. Mate, I'll tell you something right now. They let go of a really good player in Jackson Hastings. They better hope they made the right decision. That's all I'm saying. They're going to get Mitchell Moses back, bro. That's another rumour, huh? Yeah. Secret. Spoke to Shanezy. I saw that rumour this week, actually. You did? Yeah. Uh, I saw the rumour that they're losing the race. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll see. A lot of interesting developments to come, my friend. Benji's doing the 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 backyard uh, the the background backyard. <laughs> backyard to play. He's gonna train him backyard football. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, that's it for rumor mill. Um, we're gonna take a break and we'll come back and preview the World Cup final. All right, we're back. It's the World Cup final for 2022. Finally. Last game of the year. We've got in here. We're here. Are you sure? Yeah, no, we're, we're here. And then we've got the FIFA World Cup. Are you going to do a podcast for that? Maybe not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, in all honesty, big game. Samoa's biggest game, obviously, in their history. Australia's been here before, done it. But has Samoa had this many superstars in their team? Never. Never. Not like this. So, do I give them a chance? You you know, you have to give them a chance, right? I love backing an underdog. You have to give them a chance. But, in saying that, Australia, they're the pros. Yeah, but the pros probably will... It won't be easy for them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll be easy for them. If you remember last week what I said, the reason why I didn't want to pick England and I picked Samoa, I backed them. Not because of... Not like you, just wanted to pick the bloody underdog, all right? No, in all honesty, but... Hey, but I, I don't have a footy brain just like you. No, 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 it's not about that. It's just all, I've said, all I was trying to say was England hadn't been tested. Yeah. So when Samoa showed up and England got tested, they buckled. Yeah. Okay? Australia almost buckled last week. They got away with it against yeah. New Zealand. Yeah, they so did. That was the first time they got tested. Yeah. So are they better for that run? Yeah, probably. I think it's going to help in this week. But I think Samoa is going in with a supreme confidence. They've got a world-class four-pack. Yep. They've got points in the back line. They've got creativity in the halves. They've got direction. They've, yep. they've got all the elements to give Australia a game. Yep. Can they do it for long enough and then put Australia in a position where they're uncomfortable and they can't figure it out? That's my question for Samoa. Can they do it long enough? They can do it for 10 minutes. They can do it for 20 minutes and 30 and 40. But that's not that's not long enough against Australia. you got to do it for 80. I reckon they'll be ready this week to do it for the full 80. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. And I hope it goes down to the wire. Um, Australia go in 
people think they're like settled and they're sweet as and they're going in like um, they don't even know who's playing halfback Australia still <laughs> we talked about it at the start of the freaking World Cup who's going to play bloody halfback Cleary had a poor game last week for his standards yeah now they're saying Cherry Evans going to go on yeah like they still cannot figure it out if they put Cherry Evans in now and I know you think they should but I think you're saying that to give Samoa a proper chance. You just want to sabotage Australia. I know you. No, no, no. No, no right. I know that's what you're trying to do. See, that's no, your intention. No, no. My thought process was play Cleary off the bench as the X Factor coming on. That way he doesn't have to start the heat against his bro- uh, brother in arms and partner in arms in Jerome Loy. But I said last week about Australia, when I looked at their bench, I was a bit worried, yeah? Yeah. Because that Ben Hunt and that Cherry Evans, yeah? Yeah. You don't need both of them. You don't. And you look at Samoa's interchange, and it's a proper bench. It's got the one, again, utility. Yeah. That was Chanel Harris to Vita. Because he can play hooker, half, lock. Fullback. Full any, anywhere. He can play anywhere. anywhere. And then you've got your forwards there that will yeah. rotate through the game. Yeah. So it's the perfect setup there. Where with Australia, you can't have two forwards. Well, what if uh, one of them get injured? Yeah. You're going to put now a lot of pressure on the forward pack to go the full 80. Yeah. Or they're going to have fresh forwards coming on. That is when it'll get interesting if that happens. Yeah. So. I hope Mao doesn't do that again this week. Mm. Um, who's he starting at nine? Harry Grant, right? Yeah. I, I, I think so. He'd have to, right? Then pick between Ben Hunt and Cherry uh, Ben Hunt and Cherry Evans. So if you're gonna but you, but who would you play? You put Ben Hunt fourteen. It's a perfect fourteen. Yeah, because it can cover then a lot leave, of positions. Leave Nathan Cleary where he is. If you're gonna play Hunt at fourteen, or else pick a different fourteen. It's just like I said. I'm just the main point here is Australia's not settled. No, they're not. So that's why they've been put under pressure. Um, if Mao loses this final against Samoa, is his job on the line? Yeah, he's probably done. I think so. Yeah, they have to win. They have to. And if they lose? They would have underachieved. Yeah, because the whole intention was to win the World Cup. I look back to 2008 when, you know, they were supposed to beat New Zealand in that World Cup final and they buckled hard in Suncorp. Yeah. Remember when Billy Slater just threw the ball back? Yeah. Running out, I don't, I don't even know what he's trying to do. And Benji scored like that moment. That's when I knew New Zealand would win. Yeah, and, and I, I can see something like that in Australia happening. But again, they could smash them <laughs> if they're on song. They're a brilliant team, Australia. Let's not get it twisted here. But like you said, Samoa's never been this stacked in talent, stacked in experience. That they're all focused. They've all they're all at the top of their games. You know what I'm trying to say? Every player's yeah. at the top of their game. They've achieved so much in the last two, three years. Where they're at a point here where they're not scared of Australia. And why would you be? You yeah. got first class everywhere. Yep. 100%. All right. World Cup final tips. Let's go. Winner in school. I'm going to say 24-18 to Samoa. First try scorer. First try scorer, I'm going to give it to... Tim Lafay, he deserves one. Again? Yep. And man of the match? I'm going to give it to Jerome Loy. All right, sweet. Um, For them to get across, they, he needs to be on song. Yeah, 100%. All right, for me, uh, I think Australia's going to win 19-12. I 
Oh, I think it'll be a close game. First try scorer is going to be Brian Toto. It's always back him. And man of the match, Latrell Mitchell. All right, that's it. That's the tips. Uh, shout out before we go, Stephen Crichton. What a game he had last week. Forgot about that. What have we learnt for the very last time? Um, to always stay in the moment because you never know when it's going to slip. That's it? That's it. Thanks, Oracle. No problem. Uh, enjoy the final. Should be a cracker. And What do you reckon my odds are of tomorrow winning? you got to be in it to win it. Isn't that your saying? Yeah. Enjoy the footy. Take care and uh, see you next week or next year. I don't know. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.